You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's LA Complex After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's L.A. Complex After Show. <laughs> doing and we are here doing another after Buzz tv after show for the la complex yeah we are this is season one episode four the other side of the door my name is emil ennis jr and i'm joined here with my wonderful co-host hi i'm miriam <laughs> and i'm kelly and we have a human yeah, in here. We have a fly every time. <laughs> and that's Bam. <laughs> He's smacking Bam. 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 Bam Erickson. There's good times in the After Bus studio. You never know what's going to happen. It's just crazy in here like that. Oh, God. We're just having way too much fun. We're still excited from last week when we had Andre Fuller. Yes. Oh, yes. So he told all the dirt. Yeah, gossip. I'm excited to see what's going to happen in the future. And he really explored this episode. I really like the to way go that on character. a romantic getaway. Yeah, this and we were supposed to have Cassie tonight as well, but unfortunately, she got stuck with um, some CW press. So, um, but she's she's doing town next month, and wants to come by. Oh, so very, very exciting. That'll be good. That'll be really so good. So hopefully that'll happen, and that'll be lots of fun. And Alfred, don't out. they only have six episodes? <laughs> well, hopefully see that. Well, do you think they would start airing the other episodes they're shooting early? They I'm might gonna, have a little bit of a break, probably, yeah. but then come back, I'm sure. I'm imagining that they're probably going to play it for the entire summer since it's yeah. Kinda, yeah. Well, they yeah. only have two more episodes left. Right, but for I'm this sure, season. Yeah, but they're filming more that they, you know, because of their weird filming schedule. So I'm sure they'll take a little bit of a break and probably have like a summer, maybe like a new premiere and then come back, maybe. Maybe well, they can do some better promotion. We'll see. Suspense. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, Cassie can come in and tell us what's up. Yeah. Well, like Andre said, they have. There's we need we um we don't need to worry. It's definitely. Not getting canceled. Not getting canceled. Uh, they're taping a te- they're taping season two right now, and I got to get my words together. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe that fly. Why flies got you all messed up? <laughs> oh goodness, you guys are cracking well, me up. Well, these uh, previews that we see at the end with the bloody faces and I the know. fights and like all that, there is no way this show can go anywhere. I want to know what is going on in that crazy complex. Hopefully, it catches on. And then I was saying too, now that a lot of the shows have had their season finales, maybe people will accidentally stumble upon it. Yeah, well, accidentally on purpose, I hope. Yeah. <laughs> well, tonight's episode was a really great one, and it broke. It really showed these characters in 
so many different lights and the trials and tribulations that they're going through. And the one that I really enjoyed the most, the storyline that I enjoyed the most was Tyreek and Cal. I thought it was so cute. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> this evening, you know, you liked it. Don't laugh. You know, the boys are hating you know it you're tonight. You're jealous. You want to go well, on a I little romantic getaway now. I'm laughing because when they introduced themselves at the getaway, he said <laughs> they were Steve <laughs> and Carl, Carl Winslow from, from Family from Matters. Family Matters. <laughs> I thought it was great, though. I mean, they, they, he Cal is definitely scared. He doesn't want to come out. He wants to keep this on the down low and. In order for him to do that, to have a relationship with Tyreek, he he brings him, of course, to that like ghetto ass abandoned building. <laughs> like this is where we're gonna stay, and he's like, no, like trust me, I want to show you something better. Um, we can actually be a couple outside of Los Angeles. We can be a couple outside of your industry, outside of. Um, what you know and what people expect of you and we can have fun with it. So I think them going with the family guy characters. To the big, they called it, it the family big, guy? They went to Big Sur. To Big yeah, Sur. Yeah, they went to Big Sur and they used the fake names and, you know, of course, Cal was on the defensive because of the fact that, you know, he's like, well, everybody's going to know him. Exactly. <laughs> Everybody knows who I am. He's like, trust me, these people do not know who <laughs> you are. And that, that, it was a reality check for him in a lot of ways. But when they were like, okay, who are you? And and even Tyreek was like, oh, he's a musician. And they was like, who are you? And so that was a reality check. Okay, maybe I'm not as famous as I think. Well, yeah. But also it was it also kind of made him feel like, okay. I think it was because they, it's generational, yeah. you know, and that their generation, the people that own the, bread, the bed and breakfast in Big Sur, their generation is... They Def, they're like the they doors do and like the Grateful <laughs> yeah. Dead and like Pink Floyd. There was yeah. no, you know, rap music or hip hop or any of that. So it became a really cool and safe place. And in as they start, as they were hanging out with this couple, um, the couple divulges the information that their kids, that their daughter's gay. Mm -hmm. And well, what just I thought was interesting about that is that the, the read on them is that they. You know, right. the, the way that they describe this is like, you know, my daughter's like you guys, different, but it works. It makes sense. Like the, how the two characters are so different from one another, but their relationship seems to make sense and fit. Like and Paula was, Abdul yeah. said, opposites attract. <laughs> 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 but I love them playing Scrabble. Yeah. Sheezy is a word. And he's Bull like, Sheezy is slang. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was really sweet. You know, it, 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 he brought him into a different element, into a different world that he has never really been able to explore right. and be himself. And for them to be sitting around a table playing Scrabble was just really sweet and endearing. And it got it gave them a chance to really get to know each other and to do something outside of the world that they're used to and they're accustomed to, which and is you this know, hard hip-hop world. And you, right. know, and you know, also when... when um, when they were having the conversation with the whole Scrabble and some other stuff, it was almost like the the husband and wife was reassuring them, like, you know what, you're gonna be okay. I know my my daughter's just like you. So in in a lot of ways, he was getting advice without even realizing that he was getting advice that you know everything's gonna be okay. You guys, you may be different, but it can work. And he was really giving him words of encouragement and well, I guess he was in getting some way accepted. Yeah. It was no judgment. He was honestly just being accepted for who he was and that was something that was different and he was fighting it a little bit at first and by the end of it they were holding hands and well, it was comfortable. That was that was Tyreek's way of like once once the fan, the the couple started asking questions. Ted and I don't remember the the wife's name. Uh -uh. But once the couple started asking questions like how long have you guys been together? When's the, when's the first, last the, or the first time you <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. and it made them like 
but he, it made him very uncomfortable because those are questions he's never had to answer, answer before. before. Right. Yeah. And when they started to, you know, reveal their their relationship information, he, you know, that was his way of like, all right, I'm in a safe place. And the minute that you know Tyreek reached for his hand and was like, you know what, it's okay. Yeah. And and then was, he and then he didn't once he felt like he was comfortable, then he put his hand like right. Did yeah, they like yeah. they helped. Yeah. yeah. It was it was more you know like initially it's like comfort is on top commitment is together yeah and so they committed and then it was cute because the couple was like so who initiated the first time and they both, both raised their hand. hand and i was yeah. like that's just sweet he's finally coming in to his own he's now found a safe place with tyreek to be himself to just let go and not have any expectation of what everybody expects of him yeah i think though the frustrating thing is going to be on tyreek's end just because we know that tyreek's already out and you can truly- or is he I mean, he's out with his sense. friends. I think yeah. amongst his friends, friends he is, but in his in his industry he's not. And that's the issue because Tyreek can't really separate personal and the career. Career, absolutely. And you can see when they got back to the house, house. he was already upset that, you know, once they get back to the real world. And he asked them, so where were you? Yeah, so where were you? He says, so where were you? With <laughs> I was in Fresno with friends. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I think Tyreek really likes him enough to do that for him, you know, to to really give him his space and the allotted time that he needs to but deal with this. How long is he going to be able to handle, handle that, it? Though? Yeah. Yeah. Because as you see, next week, there's another scene where he's being thrown at to the wall yeah. again. So is it is it a fight or is it sex? I, I don't mean, think that was foreplay. Honey, <laughs> well, in some relationships, that is. <laughs> I think the interesting thing about Tariq is that he pushes boundaries and he pushes them really, really quickly. He doesn't understand the concept of being patient because I think too, and it goes with the like, kind of the younger generation. I think a little bit is they there are no patience. It's more that instant gratification. Like we don't want to wait. We want now, now, now. So I think he's going to have a hard time waiting, and that's what's going to initiate a lot of the turmoil within their relationship because he's going to push and make him – I think he's going to make him feel – kind of push him out of his comfort zone a little faster than he wants to be, I think. And for me, like, okay, with you guys, do you – in relationships, do you guys kind of push it a little quick? I mean, sometimes it kind of depends. I mean, sometimes if somebody's not moving fast enough, you want to kick them in the ass a little. Of you know, I love you. <laughs> I'm giving up my life to be with you. Exactly. <laughs> what do you think I'm doing here? Come on. <laughs> you know, because he he's kind of in his career. If he's got to step back a little bit, because he's got to let let Cal be the tough rapper guy, and he's got to go out and get lunches and wash cars so they can be, you know, go in private and do whatever they do. He's going to get tired of that really fast. Well, he uh, we saw in the preview that he quits. Yeah, so we have got to find out what leads up to that. What That's what I'm going to be interested to see. Yeah, I, he seems like he's going to be an emotional wreck. Well, I mean... Probably. Well, if you're into rap music, you can always go to AfterBuzz.com, click on the Amazon banner, and hook yourself up with a CD, maybe by Cal King. <laughs> Old no, school hip hop will always make you feel better. It, you know, they're actually my new favorite song, and I play it on replay, is Drake's motto. <laughs> Do you uh, know? I'm sorry. You're rolling your eyes. You both are rolling your eyes. I'm sorry. I like it. Every I like day, Drake, every day, every so day. Overplayed. Out Whatever. Of well, anyway, if you like, if you like hip hop <laughs> music, you can go to AfterBuzz TV. Click on the Amazon banner and do your shopping there. Nice. Nothing makes me feel better than when I'm having a. But nothing can put me in a better mood than listening to I Got Five on it. I'm just saying. <laughs> Speaking of I Got Five on it, really quick, I like how they were all smoking weed together. 
That was such a touching moment because we brings people together. Apparently, does it really? Or sometimes I I don't know the person. (laughs) People of all ages. No, I have to read like a really funny tweet really quick because somebody tweeted and excuse me for my politically incorrectness. I'm just reading a tweet. Somebody said. Carrie tweeted, and she's at Carrie Degrassi tweeted, the black guys are the only consistently interesting part of the L.A. complex. I mean, they're getting high and playing Scrabble with old white folks. (laughs) (laughs) I love humor. Thank you for that. That's funny. Oh, my gosh. I do agree that they had the most interesting storyline. They did. They did. And then next after that was Rachel or Raquel. Raquel. You know, because the... Is Gary married? I think that's the well, ex-wife. I think it's his ex-wife. Yeah. Oh, of course okay. she's going to call her Rachel. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, that's like that's like uh, new girlfriend, ex-wife, 101. What's mm-hmm. your, you know. Who What's are you? Name? What's your role? You? Morgan? <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, what, it, what um, she was like, uh, what has he promised you already? Right. I mean, so she was already like throwing little minor little cuts in there like, you know, bitch, stay away. Yeah, well, the thing is, is Gary hasn't been sober very long. It's been less than 12 months, and we find that out towards the end of the episode. But, you know, at this point, he has called her into the office with these two guys that live in her complex that have written this script straight from USC, who are really trying to, you know, make films and develop it. And he actually is interested in in their script and wants to invest in it. And it's so cute because their initial meeting in the office, she's like, don't bring up money. And they're so nervous and they're so excited because someone's, Interested, but they're still not buying that she's going to be able to get it sold without ha- him having any expectation. So as the episode proceeds with their storyline, he you know invites her to dinner. The fr- the, well, the two neighbors call her out. They're like, "Yeah, sure, he wants more. He wants right. more." And so she's like, "I'm going to go to dinner with them." And when I go to dinner with them, they're you know with him, um, I'll I'll seal the deal. So she goes to dinner with him and she's she has now in the back of her mind the ex-wife and the, the false promises. And so now she's kind of thinking, kind of rethinking that whether she can trust him or not. And that's yeah. why she was trying to push it throughout the whole dinner. She, yeah, she was yeah. trying to push the whole video thing throughout the dinner until things became about her. When the guy from William Morris came, and then it was all about her, and it's like, ah, oh, forget the video. Now it's about me. So <laughs> well, typical. It wasn't, it was, I don't think it was so much that she forgot about the, the DVD. Mm-hmm. I think for her, it but was didn't she, say, she didn't expect the agent to come in and just be like, here, even because Endeavor, uh, William Morris Endeavor is not accepting new clients. Mm-hmm. But here, he, you know, the doctor is getting his patient, who happens to be an agent, to do him a favor. So for this guy to come out of left field and be like, here, by the way, here's my card. I want to rep you. I love everything you're in. She's like, what are you talking about? And he goes, he proceeds to not only name the one thing that everybody knows her for, but for all the other little things right, that she's that done. She's been doing. The Smallville mm-hmm. and all those other little NCIS, shows and the guests. Yeah. yeah, and the guest spots. And so she she's just taken back because here she had that expectation of being let down. Mm-hmm. And he stepped up very quickly. But Gary did say, now let's talk back to the DVD, which when she asked him about the DVD, he was like, oh, yeah, it's uh, da, da, da. so clearly you can tell that he probably really hadn't wa- uh, seen a DVD. Yeah. And then after that conversation, once the guy, Navi from William Morris came, when he tried to go back to the topic and say, well, what about the DVD? She was like, well, what DVD? No, I think as a girl and the expression on yeah. her face was, what? What DVD? Like, like if you were to tell me it was sunny outside and all of a sudden it's dark oh, okay. and I'm like, what do you mean it was sunny outside? 
Yeah, it had a banter. She had a relapse moment. Got it. Okay, I saw it differently. I'm a man. You want? Okay, I got it. It's a man. She was seeing stars. She was seeing stars. You just, you just. You know, swept me off my feet a little bit there. So well, what are we talking about? <laughs> yes, exactly. that's exactly what was going on in the head. She, you know, because <laughs> she just got, t- you know, taken away from her agent. Uh, we find out a little bit later into the dinner that it's her birthday. And she's not really in any kind of, of admitting it. She's in denial about it because mm-hmm. she knows she's getting old in her industry. Mm-hmm. So for her to be getting old and on her birthday and all of a sudden have this opportunity where she's getting an agent from one of the biggest agencies in town. Yeah. That's oh. a happy day. Okay, yeah. I get it. I, I saw it from a different perspective, <laughs> yeah. but now that you've enlightened me. It's just not me, as literal as the way you took it. Gotcha. Off. At first, I thought we weren't going to be able to trust Gary, though, which I'm sure we all thought just because of what Jennifer said. Right. But, I mean, he seems like a decent guy. Well, yeah. it's hard, especially because of his past with his wife and where she met him. Right. You know, you, you can't really trust an alcoholic. Well, but then of the two, she was the shadier one because yeah. she shouldn't even be going to those meetings just soliciting people. <laughs> You know, she's kind of invading their private space. So she's kind of the untrustworthy one out of the two. And then even even, uh, as we look at the previews, Gary does seem like he's a good guy. And Raquel seemed like... Raquel's the one that went to uh, she went to Connor's Connor. house. Yeah, so had her she, little rendezvous right quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, she wasn't gonna get it from Gary. She had to go get it from somewhere. Well, I think you know she was she was having a high of the the evening. Right. First, she has you know he buy he decides to invest in the script. Then he goes and he gets her the agent, and then he gives her a gift that's like a family heirloom, and he's like. It's not what you think it is. I want you to wear it like in the movie mm-hmm. that he's going to be funding. Right. And so she's just got stars in her eyes. And so as she, you know, he drops, they get to his place. She goes in for the kiss because she feels like, oh, my God, this man has done more for me than any guy I've ever known in L.A. Right. Like the in less than like 24 the, hours. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, she goes in for it and he he shuts her down because. But even the way he program. ended it, though, was like, I want to be ready for you. Yeah. Which was still very nice and not reject. It wasn't necessarily a rejection. Well, it actually is a good thing that she didn't put out on the first date. So <laughs> it, it's a win win. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> still disagree. <laughs> well, I still think Connor can do better. I mean, she's by no means ugly. But <laughs> Connor's got his own set of wacky issues going on. <laughs> we does. need to get into he's, all that. In yeah. I know he's, he's lonely, cool, cool. but he can do way better than Raquel. <laughs> well, he has that opportunity to um, to do better than Raquel, yeah. but you know nobody's really stepping up except her, and it's not when he really needs her. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you take it where you can get it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, what do you guys think? I mean, you got to, you know, make sure to go to iTunes. Please um, go to iTunes after Buzz TV. Download our podcast. Leave your comment. Rate us. Tell us what you think. Join the conversation. Leave us a comment. Get in. Tweet us. Text us. Whatever. We want to know what you guys think, too. What do you think of the show? What do you think of Connor pouring hot water on himself? And what is his self-mutilation thing going on? What do you guys think about that? Oh, we will get into that in a moment. Yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, he's definitely got some crazy issues um flashback i want to talk about the flashback while we're still on raquel can we talk about that whole incident with her and connor and how she totally dissed him or are we gonna wait well you know what i think if we talk about connor and his situation it would make sense right okay Mm -hmm. and with connor 
you know, the show opens with a flashback of him as a child and his mother pretty much walking out on him. And, you know, she takes the baby, but she leaves him behind with a drunk father, which means he never really had a, pre- a good childhood. And it almost explains why it is that he's burning himself in, in the last episode, right. which is we apologize for not talking about it. It was like this long. I know. And the show is like this long. Um, but. You know, in this episode, you can see why he's doing that. He, his mother leaves him. His drunk father doesn't like him, and he says that to her when she leaves. And so, in order for him to get attention from either one of them, I think as a child growing up, he would hurt himself. I think almost to feel like I'm alive and I have purpose and I need to remember that. It's almost like why kids cut themselves, mm-hmm. right? Or why alcoholics drink. Well, and I think and he too, was also very attached to his acting coach because he wanted like a father figure yeah, in his life. Absolutely. He needs the encouragement because he doesn't have anyone there doing it. And I think that's why he doesn't like to be alone because when he's alone and sleeping, he remembers and dreams and thinks about that. Stuff. Absolutely, it's awful. I thought it was really sweet. Like when the acting coach came in. Well, at first I, I thought I was like, that guy's a douchebag. Yeah. But he really came in not to sit there and like, let's read lines together and improve you, but to really encourage him and lift his spirits in the fact that he had eight auditions, eight callbacks. That's a lot in L.A. They yeah. get you in like the first like two or three. I don't know. I don't get them. <laughs> <laughs> not as an actress, at least, <laughs> you know, and and he says to him, he's like, you went and had all of these callbacks. They really like you. Everybody loves you. And he really just lifted him up. And that's what he needs his character really needs that because i think he's been under someone's soul like the soul of their shoot for a really long time connor you're on a hit show get over it (laughs) well that's pretty much what was happening but connor's the kind of guy though because of his pain because of his traumatic past he needs to be nurtured and really coddled coddled by people that believe in him you have to think about it too he's on a hit show yes but he's lonely he has no encouragement. His director was screaming at him. And if you had no father figure, nobody to kind of nurture you throughout your life, that would be a little tough. I want to know, like, where is his agent? Where is his manager? Like, those are the people that, that you're paying to kind of do that for you. I think maybe because he's, like, new on the scene, his agent or manager is not going to be side by side versus, yeah. like, with Brad Pitt, how her man- his manager, she's always with him because he's Brad Pitt. Yeah, he's kind of he's a new guy. So a, his and his agent or manager is worrying about someone who's a you lot more than somebody over there <laughs> more famous. Poor guy. Well, the 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 cast or the director did, but inadvertently by sending yeah. the, the. Well, I don't coach. think it was yeah. the director. It was one of the producers, I think, because where the coach was like yelling at the director, wasn't he? Yeah, like, but don't that's the guy. Him. That wasn't the guy that went into his trailer and told him that he was going to bring this uh, guy in. Yeah, that guy was kind of different. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it was one of the producers that did. It wasn't the director. Gotcha. So, I, right. yeah, I think it was just, but he does. He needs that. And then, you know, so he has this great day. This coach comes in, you know, lifts him up. He has a great day on set. He makes it through this tough scene he's been working on. And then Raquel comes over and just totally negates that whole experience. She really did. <laughs> She really did. And, you know, did I not call it after she left the alcoholic's house? Yeah. After she leaves Gary's house, I'm like, watch her go home, get a bottle of wine and celebrate. Yeah. yeah. She goes to Connor's and he, what does he offer her? A bottle, a bottle of champagne. Of yeah. <laughs> yeah, she totally went over to Connor's, get it in, because, of course, that kiss probably, you know, got her going. And she went to Connor to get some. And then yeah. she needs to be finished off. Yeah, basically. But and then he invited her to stay, stay, not just for the night, but to stay. But I she think, knows better, though. But I think she was. I think she was completely out of pocket for how she treated him. I mean, it's that is she just so has issues. They I all have issues. I don't think well, so, though. But like, 
seriously from a from a man's perspective how are we supposed to know it's your birthday like that's true but he never really cared or invested in who she was to begin with like the first episode that, when he that, slept with that, abby that's the and nature. then like just pretty much pranced abby in front of her but when did that's, they decide that it was right. more than a casual it's, it was a, it's a booty call they go they they have sex late at night i mean they never it made it clear that they're trying to make it more like, why should he care if this is just a casual hookup from down but the hall? But that just shows that he didn't even care enough about her as a person, regardless of whether he was sleeping with her or not, to even go as far as to IMDb her. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Like, he didn't... When he you're didn't in cyber but like, But when you're in this kind of industry and stuff, I mean, it's just kind of what you what would you do. You go to you Bing.com and, and you're you, like, yeah, you I know? need to find Connor. And, and you just kind of... Especially because <laughs> she had asked him. They had, they had this professional thing she had asked him for an audition she had done all of that he should have he should know her better than that but she should have knew better being that he's new this is his first big gig how is he supposed to get her a freaking audition True. He's not that connected. No, 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 she no. She expected I mean, too much of him. Right. But you know what I mean? But if they have a relationship where she felt comfortable enough to ask for that, yeah. then he should know her a little bit more She also that. asked that at an AA meeting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you put things in perspective, she's not exactly the sharpest tool. In, I mean, she's sharp. No, I mean, I just don't think she was that out of pocket for going off on him the way that he did. He's I like, think, oh, yeah. it's your birthday, and he pulls a bottle of wine out of a gift okay, bag. Okay, that was kind of douchey. <laughs> Come on. That was douchey. You know, I think they're both pretty, you know, equally shitty on both sides. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know. Well, and I do think that he was wrong for how he went about it. Stay the night. Uh, live with me. I'm lonely. I mean, he, is that really well, going to get a girl that's to... Why, that's why she got so angry. But she still, knows better. It wasn't for the right reasons. No. And, and you know, when, when... I'm sorry. If a guy asks to move in with me or live with me, it needs to be for the right reasons. Do you know my birthday? Do you know how I take my coffee? Okay, when she puts it in, in that perspective, then it kind of makes a little more well, sense. That's, and that's why make... Raquel said, you know, he's like, what do you want from me? She's like, nothing. And that's exactly what I get. I'm 70% Connor. <laughs> and I'm thirty percent for the I'm for her for Raquel. I'm seventy cent. Well, I like how at the end Whatever, she said. Ma'am. What did she say? Whatever. She said you were never good enough. You're yeah, never good no. enough. Yeah, I think that's a low blow. Women do that. No, that yeah. was we bad. are guilty. No, of that. I will yes, admit that she totally went below the belt with that one. She well, but she I think she went on a rampage. You know, she got what she wanted out of him, which was sex and an orgasm. Um, totally thrashed his kitchen, by the way. Uh, they did that together. They did. But, you know, she insulted him. And then he, he came off with this whole, like, stay with me, move in, like, live with me sweet thing. And it kind of threw her off because she's like, I was out with this nice guy who knew it was my birthday. And she barely knows him. Funded her movie, got her an agent, gave her a gift. And she's like, and what have you done for me lately? All exactly. about me, 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 me. And on so my birthday, it's all about me. <laughs> but so was he. Live with me, 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 because I'm in this big house by myself okay, and I'm lonely. Just a side note. If he's so lonely <laughs> in this big house and he has all these friends at the L.A. Complex, why doesn't he invite them to come to the house? Because I would love to stay there for free. Why doesn't he just go or to why, the L.A. Complex and hang out? Why, why is he always in this house by himself? Or why doesn't he have How come he just won't have a party? Seriously. Know. I mean, Abby needs a place to live. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Abby. Oh. Are you not liking Abby right now? No. no. You know what needs to happen? Since he's in that house, lonely, all by himself. You know what he needs to do? What do you play what? some video games? Some video games. <laughs> That's what he needs to do. Because you know, I like video games. Do you like video games? <laughs> 
I do. Tell me more. <laughs> Let me tell you. So, if you hate paying 60 to $70 every time a new video game comes out, you need to check out Gamefly. Wait. Yeah, they're, they're way too expensive. I remember video games used to be like 14 bucks. <laughs> Then they went to like thirty. No, the, yeah, what, does that account for like... inflation? Like, is that what it is? <laughs> it's the economy. But anyway, regardless, it sucks. Yes, it does. So you know what you're gonna do? You're gonna go to GameFly.com because it's like Netflix but for video games. Wait, Super is this cool. new technology? What is this? Oh my gosh, it's amazing. So you know how like on Netflix you can get videos and stream live and like all that cool stuff? Well, GameFly.com lets you do the same for like PlayStation, Wii, Xbox, and more. That's, that's a lot so of things. Cool. That I sounds know. exciting. Super <laughs> exciting. So, new games are available. So, after Buzz TV fans get fif- a special 15-day free trial if you go through GameFly.com slash TV. So, Connor, if you're bored at home, GameFly.com slash TV. You won't be free alone trial. anymore. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All the video games you want. I don't know. You might have to do one at a time. You have to check the rules. <laughs> And you get to return them whenever you want. You get to return them whenever you want. Keep them as long as you want. It kind of works. This, I don't know how many of you are familiar with Netflix, but I personally have it. Love it. So if Gamefly works the same as Netflix does, sold. I'm down. I'm down for it. So Gamefly.com slash TV. Get your free or your 15-day free trial on. Rock on. Ow, ow. <laughs> <laughs> so this, this evening's uh, episode finally brought Nick and Abby together in a very strange, nonchalant, awkward way. You know, they're, they're roommates, they're living together. She has an audition. She's nervous. He's awkward as far as like, he, he wants I, to he give her a hug. Me. Oh, poor Nick bugs me. Abby bugs me. <laughs> well, it's a good thing Cassie didn't come. If she's I know. You. I'm giving him like the evil eye over <laughs> The death stare the whole time. She'd be sitting <laughs> close to you. That character, that character. The character, okay, because Cassie still is awesome. Continue. <laughs> you may proceed. I, uh, I don't know what it is. That poor, goofy guy just annoys. Uh, I just want I him like to just it, though. Oh, I like his I character. I think I we all know know one of those guys who is just socially awkward but it's not even that it's just no he just doesn't know any better he has no game he doesn't know how to deliver he doesn't even know how to hug his friend (laughs) that's terrible but you know she's not really uh receptive to it when you in the grand scheme of things she's kind of like no but yeah i gotta go he's just so uptight i think it is that's what bothers me he just needs to just take a deep breath and relax. I mean, I can understand Abby. I can <laughs> I can understand her a little bit if someone comes up to you and says, "Hey, I know how to um I know how we can survive with $2 and uh $2 a day for LA." And Which, then the first thing they do is they go digging through people's trash. By the way, when he said how to survive for $2 a day, I was actually trying to see if it was something I could use. <laughs> You know, I, actually, I immediately, yeah. I immediately thought about that too. Like, okay, two dollars, well, you know. But in LA, you see the people digging through the as soon as trash day comes. I don't dig- see that. I do. All I, in I Hollywood. Do. All, all in Hollywood. There. Right. I have not, my not favorite people, bum. I, I see <laughs> that I give. I I save my recycles for because they don't have a recycle bin at my my place, I, mm-hmm. and I'll give it to my little my little my little. They work hard for those. Okay, well, bums and people like on the streets. I see them, but like. People. Oh no, I don't see normal people. Like, I yeah. mean, bums are. Is that the politically like, correct term? Bums. <laughs> I don't know. The homeless, <laughs> crazy, politically incorrect tonight. I apologize. Well, on here's of all here's of something us. refreshing for you. When times get rough for me, I'll go and I'll do it. Why? Because if you go to the recycle place, you can go to Ralph's and exchange it for for food. Well, I recycle weekly, but I just don't dig through people's. Uh, well, no. Well, 
naturally, I don't go digging through my neighbor's <laughs> trash. I just take my own and, hey guys. Kind of and get like five cents, 10 cents, all that kind of stuff. And, and before you know it, it's like, oh crap, I have like, a, I have enough money to buy but, some I mean, fried hey, chicken at Ralph's. It's a, <laughs> fried chicken at Ralph's pretty good. It's really good. <laughs> Actually, when times it's get rough. Me is better. Okay. <laughs> when times get rough, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. And he did. He did that. He went mm-hmm. and he, he showed her this is the way to do it. And they're trotting through Beverly Hills, going through the rich <laughs> trash. And then they, and then he takes her to was like a farmer's market or something. They yeah, where was the, that? No, it was, the, the it was like a fish, it was a market. fish market. Yeah, and and I was a little nervous because. When he's going to the squid, I'm like, what is he doing? And she's got this, like, that's disgusting look. I'm like, is he going to make calamari? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's not really a cool, like, first date if she's giving you the look no. like, what are you doing? But I like how he was trying to use all these, like, fortune cookie type analogies and he was getting them all wrong. <laughs> no. Well, he's not a good comedian, so no, yeah, his yeah, delivery. Yeah, but I thought he was getting better. Only well, that, that one time. That was the one time. Yeah, he had it. inspiration. And you notice he didn't even have any. We didn't eat, we didn't even see him in the uh, comedy club. That's this, true. This, uh, no. Because he was focused on Abby. Abby, this yeah. yeah. Okay, he got some I mean, action at the I give end, him so. I give him credit for trying to show a different side of L.A. Because I mean, there's a lot of great things to L.A. And so if she's only fixated on the whole acting thing, it can probably right. drive her crazy. Because at some point, she's gonna have to either get a job or have to do something so that she's not so crazy that she's not getting a, getting a job. Because here in L.A., I, as I'm sure you guys will. Yeah, I'm definitely. Yeah, yeah. No. We all it. we all work hard. Yeah. I saw like the greatest post today that there was a picture that said, um, "Oh, you're an actor at what restaurant?" <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah, pretty much a bartender. Well, I like or the valet. Fact, <laughs> I like the fact that he went and he's like, "You know what? You you didn't have a great audition. <clears throat> the phone isn't always going to ring, mm-hmm. but you need to occupy your time with the things and and look at the beauty that surrounds you." Right. You know, like people don't realize there are museums that you can go to for free and exhibits you can can go to for free and you know if you need free if you need a therapist you can just go to the beach and look at the ocean and remind yourself right. that the world is endless there are endless possibilities and that's what he did when he said oh i'm going to take show you go, like take you fishing she's like what are you talking about so when it came to the squid and then going to the pier she's like i didn't I didn't think this is exactly what you meant. Yeah. You know, and he showed her a different side to Los Angeles. So that way she can appreciate because in the last episode, she was looking to go home. Yeah. She was considering Bye. it. And one of the things he said, one of the things he said too, when they're on the pier, I really like you always, I think out here, especially have to have that one friend who really knows how to talk to you and motivate you when you're feeling down. Mm-hmm. And one thing he said was, you know, you really need to keep believing because when you least expect it, that's when it might happen and then it didn't happen with the fishing but but they caught a fish I know I have that one friend whenever I'm feeling down like oh I want to go back home or it's not working out for me I want to give up and then she's like no 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 you're going to do great you'll be famous one day so it's a she it's a she (laughs) what's her name Do you have on. Your, anyway, <laughs> you have your very own Abby there, Emil? No Abby, no Abby, no Abby. <laughs> no making out session. So he, he he does show her that, and he gets her, they go fishing, they catch a fish. They're, you know, he's, he, how did, first of all, on only $2 in L.A., where did he find the grill? Where did he get the and where? 99 cent store? <laughs> That's true. That's true. They have a lot of good and stuff. And what beach really were that, that everybody had fires? That's what I want to know. Where did um, they go all the way to Dockweiler? Give me a break. <laughs> right by LAX. 
you can have bonfires. Mm. I ri- which is so weird to me that you can uh, by LAX of all by the airport <laughs> you can have bonfires, but not on any other beach in Los Angeles. So so anyway, no, but but you know she she starts to realize and appreciate the things and her surroundings. She starts looking around and she's all, all these tight friends mm-hmm. hanging out and and by these bonfires and laughing and really enjoying each other. And she looks at him and she realizes, oh my God, I'm really enjoying you. Not only have you shown, giving me a place to live, but now you're showing me the better side to Los Angeles and the fact that I don't need to make myself so crazy trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents every day. Right. And she's the one that went in for the kiss. That's what I thought. And that's hot. And then she's like, I didn't expect this. Well, then you're the one that did it. I'll say this. <laughs> for a very awkward boy, Connor, uh, not Connor, Nick. Nick looks like a very, that was a night. I was like, yeah. he can kiss. At least it looked like it. Well, so. I mean, no, yeah, I mean you. he's a good looking he's a good looking guy. He's just awkward and annoying sometimes. <laughs> I'm gonna say if he just took a breath and just relaxed a little, then you know, he might have a little swag about him. He's to chill out a little so bit. So he needs to practice what he's preaching yes, to Abby. Yes, chill out a little bit. Because he's you know, he's a super nice guy, but you know, she did. She was all about it for a minute. Well, I mean for a minute until Alicia I mean, broke who it up. does that? Oh, she got <laughs> shafted tonight. She got she, shafted and took, I'm sorry, the easy road. She, I'm very disappointed in that storyline, honestly. I'm not surprised by it, though. I'm not surprised by it, but I've I I've been disappointed from the beginning with that storyline. Yeah, well, how I'm many d- times like is it. the sex tape successful unless you're Kim Kardashian or Paris Hilton? And even then, even, yeah. how um, often is a sex tape really a good idea? Well, I thought it's it was not. funny. Remember, though, who found the sex tape? Nick. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was funny how you found it. He had like all these pop ups and trying to close. He's like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we see Alicia. And she's like, oh, it's online now? She's all excited. But, you know, but we talked about that last week about how, about the whole sex tapes and how it can make you famous. It can, but it's one of those things. I mean, and you're a publicist, so you know this. They say any publicity is good publicity, not in her case. And we saw that when she went into the dance audition. Once again, she's been working with the same company, trying to audition to get on shows. And here she is auditioning for Willow Smith. Smith, yeah. And it's like, I'm sorry, those two things just don't go together. It's like, you can't put Hustler and Disney in the same room. You just can't do it. It was funny when she got she was like, Do I need to whip my hair some more? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so she got she got shafted and it was because of the sex tape. And so fast forward, she goes to the agent or the manager guy, Ricky's manager, mm-hmm. and it's like, dude. But why okay, going back to the whole you have a friend to talk to, why didn't she talk to Con uh, Nick? prior because Nick didn't even know that she was a stripper and so you come to him for advice all of a sudden but he didn't even know that you were a stripper well, I don't think she told anybody no. she didn't tell anybody but the thing one thing you just said she, he came to her or she came to him for advice but I don't really think it was advice um, oh she needed his support she just needed support because yeah. sometimes you don't want advice from your friends you just need somebody to talk to right well I think because he had found the, the sex tape earlier in the day and had no judgment on it and when she needed somebody to talk to she couldn't call her family because last episode when she did, we're so proud of you. You're going to be touring with Usher. Yeah. No, you're not. No, 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 so yeah. she has no one that she can seriously trust. And he gave her a little bit of, it's okay. You can talk to me. Like, I'm not going to judge you. And that's why she felt so compelled to go to him and say, you know what? Can, can I talk to you for a minute? It's really important. Can I confide in you? And even then, she was like, "If you know, if I do this, will you still be my friend?" friend. So she still wasn't sure about yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, but she was definitely more sure than everybody else in her yeah. life. She was definitely 
sure that she wanted to make the tape and i do like that little that little moment she was like will you still um be my friend still be my friend but i you know she was even really shaky at the office you can tell there's a part of her that really doesn't want to do it she just doesn't want to work anymore well i mean when you get when you have the day go that it went it went for her she the sex tape goes online she's excited about it because she's thinking of all these endless possibilities but what winds up happening now is ricky is like yeah by the way his manager no we're not going to sell the tape because Mm -hmm. ricky got on celebrity rehab woohoo and She's like, what are you talking about? Now she's been shut down from her career. She's been, because of her choice to do the sex tape. Now the sex tape is going nowhere. And the next step, and then of course the manager, she goes to Ricky and he's like, oh yeah, by the way, I was on drugs that whole time. Like I I meant what I said, but you know, this is more important and you'll have your, your chance. You'll have your opportunity. So now she's feeling completely as if she's failed. Yeah. And doesn't make, it doesn't help that when the guy was like, Oh yeah, uh, you're getting a bunch of offers. You're going to have a uh, club people and you're going to go get paid for these appearances. And so she's like, okay, when, well, we haven't got anything just yet. Well, the appearances are like where in the strip club. Yeah. So either way, she's going down a road that's really not in her favor for her career and her yeah. choice. But that was her choice in the first place by becoming a stripper. You can't be a dancer and become a stripper and not expect that kind of, you know, recap. Like, right. the what do you call that? that like to go down that road. Yeah. I mean, it's just, just like it's one. inevitable. Yeah. yeah. It's one thing after another. I mean, if she wasn't a stripper, she would have never been presented with the opportunity to do the sex tape. Absolutely. So she kind of put herself in that position. Yeah. yeah. Right. But one thing she did say is she's 26. So I guess she's just. Yeah. Well, they said at the dancing, she is getting old. Yeah, yeah. And in in this inter- in the entertainment industry, unfortunately, in certain parts of it, you get to a point where it's like, Sorry. she's gonna become a secretary, yeah. a dog walker, a babysitter, and so many other options. And she's kind of a waitress, but not a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> worth of options. Yeah, and she's kind of thick for a dancer. She's not. Damn, you're just <laughs> hating on the ladies tonight. <laughs> Damn, babe. why you gotta be so mean? She's not <laughs> that bad. She's kind of. <laughs> she's th- and she's top heavy. <laughs> she's got Jeez, some boobage. But that, she's a stripper too. She's crazy. Yeah. Oh. She's it works crazy. out for the stripping. Yeah. And for sex tapes. <laughs> and for porn. <laughs> yeah, so she winds up getting that call from the agent and or the manager and he's like uh vivid called. And I mean, not a phone call. I don't want to get. I like get. how Nick says, is that a dance company? <laughs> no, Nick, that's the porn company. Yeah. He but knows how what can it she is. turn Absolutely. down that? She's, bar- she's barely making any money. She's living in, in that crap hole of that complex, which isn't exactly ideal. It's kind of like a motel turned into an apartment complex. I mean, do they even have kitchens? Mm-hmm. Maybe little kitchenettes? They have that Maybe, little like, hot counter plate. type hot, thing. Yeah. Like hot plates. But, yeah. you know, yeah. it, it, when you hear a, a number like $100,000, it seems like, just it like oh, very yeah. shiny. Yeah. And I will say this for the strippers and the hookers and the porn stars <laughs> that I do know. You know what? You can always catapult that into something more. You can. Yeah, yeah. You absolutely can. I mean, she could, you know, be like the next Jess- Jesse Jane. Yeah, you can totally. Tons yeah. of money. You can totally rebrand yourself, which absolutely. I, I know porn stars too. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those things where, you know, she she can make this work in her favor if she's going to go down that road. But if you're going to do it, hey. I thought it was really sweet, though, of Nick to go with her and when she was sitting there shaking to hold her hand. Yeah. And, you know, the the thing that really got to me was the look on his face when those doors closed 
Yeah. Like, here he is, this innocent, awkward guy, and he's in one of the biggest porn offices that is... He's like, I've never been in any place this nice before. Yeah. He's well, like, even they must the, use a lot of Clorox. <laughs> even at the beginning, he's like, what doors? Don't go in those doors. You yeah. don't want to go in those doors. And, yeah, he's very know. naive, and for him to see that happen... Although he's yeah. naive, but he did make a good point when he asked her he kind of questioned her like this is not are you this is not really the right thing to do so he did question her so it was the, a he did question but it was a little too late she's already a stripper so she's already started going down the road yeah, yeah. money talks hundred thousand dollars hell I, I just take 10 grand right now <laughs> you know what i mean so it's looking very shiny for her and it's unfortunate um but we'll see as time goes on maybe she'll come to her senses as the preview showed that she says she wanted out of it or so maybe she'll be pregnant Mm. I think we should get to predictions in a moment. Should we take a break? Let's take a break. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, everybody. John Comerford here. I've got my Mad Men with me. Kevin Undergaro. Phil Svitak. For all you fans of Mad Men, we're your AfterBuzz TV hosts of Mad Men. Every Sunday right after the show, 930, we're breaking down the episode. You can also check us out on iTunes and YouTube the following morning. We're going to get into the imagery, the symbolism, the structure. We give you all the information on Mad Men that the other podcasts out there don't. Very insightful. You're going to love it. Check us out. Please. Hello, everybody. We are the L.A. Complex crew, and we are here with Andre Fuller from the L.A. Complex, who plays Caldrick King. And you can catch L.A. Complex every Tuesday night on The CW at 9 o'clock. After that... Come to our AfterBuzz TV show where we do a recap of the LA Complex. We talk about Raquel. We talk about sex tapes. We talk about, you know, relationships. And you can catch us live at 10 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, AfterBuzzTV.com. If you can't catch us live, go ahead and swing over to YouTube the next day. You can rate. You can comment. Watch us. iTunes, same thing. Download, rate, comment. And we would love to hear your feedback. And we love to support, guys. So please, please, please support us and support the LA Complex. Buzz you later. Guys, this is the AfterBuzz TV crew for The Real Housewives of New Jersey. Woo! Don't forget to tune in every Monday night at 8 p.m. to see Adrian Vero, Deanna Vaughn, Susan Hahn, Giselle Ugardi. <laughs> buzz you later! AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? I love your voice. <laughs> that was hot. <laughs> we are back. You should be the new voice. Do it. Do I have the voice? Do it. Go ahead. What do you want to buzz about? Ooh. Sexy time. Sexy. <laughs> I'm going to be a voiceover artist now, guys. I have a new path. <laughs> See, um, there's always a plan B, guys. You don't, always have, to, a plan you don't B. have to go into porn. Brand yourself. Brand, brand yourself. Okay. I'm going to you start talking like Host, singer. Doesn't have to be porn or sex tapes. There's always another yeah, my way. my dad's a pastor. I can't go down that route. <laughs> you know what they I say. I will never do that, Father. The pastor's kids are the oh, worst. the freakiest. Not that bad, though. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right, let's go to predictions. And now, your AfterBuzz TV predictions. So what do we think, guys? Who's going first? Kelly, you. Okay. I think... I think the porn thing is going to... I don't like the storyline anyway. But I think it's going to be terrible. I I, I truly believe she's going to be the one that's pregnant. And then, you know, I hope she, like, busts up that whole celebrity rehab show and, like, is, is like, the Real Housewife version. You know? Like, <laughs> that's Teresa. what I want to see. Yes. Flipping tables. That's what I want to see. I want to see her bust in and just make a mess out of that whole show. Here's a bottle of whiskey. Drink it. Drink it. <laughs> I think Abby is just going to keep stringing poor little Nick along and break his little heart. 
I think, you know, I don't think that's going to be a good thing. I don't know. I don't know. If Nick, I want to see more comedy from him. I want him to succeed with that. I want him to step it up a little bit. I want him to just, like, calm down, stop trying so hard, and just be himself. That's what I want to see. I don't know. I think Raquel, I think Gary's going to catch Raquel drinking. That's going to be their whole fight. And he, he's going to find out that she's a liar. And then well, he may pull out of the movie. I think he should pull out of the movie. I think he should, too. Well, in my predictions, I think that um, Tyreek is going to have a hard time with uh, Cal going back to reality mm-hmm. and not being able to have his boo with him all the time. <laughs> 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 and I think for Raquel, yeah, I think Gary's going to bust her and just totally pull out and just crash all of her dreams very quickly although she does have that card still and you know she if she's smart she can still utilize what she did get and uh, as far as Nick and Abby I want Nick to succeed I need Abby to step it up um Connor ooh I don't know that's going to be painful I yeah. think he's going to he's going to he's going to go down a path of being very lonely and very self-destructive mm-hmm. and I think that's going to cause a lot of problems not only for him personally, but in his career. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to Alicia, yeah, sorry, honey, you're just straight porn. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she'll get cracked out. My my prediction, Alicia, I think that she'll probably leave the porn and something else. Uh, she'll have a, a triangle between herself, the porn, um, maybe get pregnant, and uh, something with Gary or something. So something... Hopefully it didn't Wait with Gary Not Gary I'm Oh sorry. Rick. No, Connor Connor I was like whoa No you mean with Rick Rick That's yeah. what I think oh. I think um, I think the Tariq and um, And um, Caldrick mm-hmm. I think They're I think they're probably Going to have the most Juicy storyline I think it's going to Always be some type of Conflict just because Of their their situation mm-hmm. So I'm sure Tariq will probably be too emotional and and uh Couch is gonna have to kind of like reassure him everything's gonna be okay and i think they'll have like a, ro- a roller coaster but i think it'll be interesting i think uh i think nick and uh, abby <laughs> <laughs> he's hating on abby i want to see more comedy comedy for nick abby <sighs> i'm sorry Get a job. stop trying to send her back to canada <laughs> <laughs> and then um <laughs> And then Raquel, I think she's going to succeed because she's, she's determined. All right. Well, Bam, tell us where we can find you. All right. You can find me on uh, on Twitter at Bam Erickson. Last week, I had 37 followers. Now it's 44. Last, as of today, I have 78. Oh, oh, nice. Bam nice. Erickson at Twitter. So please, please follow me. <laughs> Special follow Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> and you can follow me at Kelly with an IE 079. You can follow me, Miriam L. Gonzalez at Twitter. And at Emilio E. Jr. And please do rate, comment, and subscribe. We're waiting for it, guys. We're yes, waiting. Yes, download us for free on iTunes. Tell us what you think we want to be number one this week. Help us out. Yes, <laughs> pass it along to your friends, please. Sharing is caring. <laughs> From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. 